In case you didn't know, I actually have a Snapchat account. If you want to follow me there, it's super simple. You just type in the username Simply Sydney XO. S I M P L Y Sydney S I D N E Y X O. No spaces. Follow me on Snap. See what I'm up to. I'm your host, Fit Sid, and welcome back to Dirty CEO where we go balls deep into the reality of what people are really thinking. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, it's your girl Sydney. And I just have to say, I got a massage a couple weeks ago. My massage therapist is an absolute freak. (laughs) So I was getting a massage the other week, and you know you know how, like, sometimes, like, when you're getting a massage, it's silent, and then other times you talk to the massage person the entire time? Well, I like to usually have silence, but I've had the same massage person for, like, the—she's been massaging me, like, on and off for the past, like, two to three years now, and she comes to my house. She's not that expensive, and um, I found her through this app called Zeal, Z-E-L, and that's how you find, like, at-home massage people, Right? Well, I had this guy originally who used to massage me, and he, like, used to stretch the fuck out of me, and it felt so good. And she doesn't really do that, but she does a good job. She's always on time. She's, like, usually available at the last minute when I'd like her to come. And so one time he, like, stretched me out a little too much, and I kind of just felt like I didn't like being alone with him anymore. So I switched over to her, and... Ever since then, she's been rubbing me down. But when you start getting close to someone and they're massaging you and, like, you're talking every once in a while, it starts to just become, like, a friendly conversation throughout an entire um, massage. There's also a difference between a massage therapist and a masseuse, if you didn't know. Masseuses apparently give happy endings. Massage therapists are doing this as their job and not giving happy endings. So I didn't know that. She told me about that. But uh, when I originally had her massaging me, like when I first met her, I got silence. And when I was able to get silence, like that's the type of massages I like. But she's so interesting that when we do talk, I actually really enjoy it. I love having conversations with her just because she is so interesting. Um, She's pretty kinky, crazy. Like I usually do less talking and she does all the talking. Well, she knows that I do porn. Because I don't know what happened, but it just like slipped out one time. And I was talking about something work-wise. And I was just like, you know, venting to her about like, I think, I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, I was telling her how my back hurt and how like I was filming this video and how I hurt my back and blah, blah. And that's how she found out I started doing, that I do porn. So that's when she started like really telling me all of these things about her personal life. And I never realized that she was, like, such a freak, okay? Like, she's—my massage therapist is a freak, you guys. Like, I'm going to say it, like, a hundred times. But once she found out that I did porn, that was, like, the instant game changer. Like, she started treating me so differently, telling me things that I have never heard someone say before. And a lot of them are really interesting. So— I'm going to tell you guys a couple little stories about my massage therapist, but I do want to say one thing before I start. She is so cool, so amazing, so, like, 
open-minded that I really appreciate that she's in my life. I love hearing her talk, and I just enjoy not having to think about my own life while she's massaging me. I get to hear about someone else's life that doesn't affect mine. So it's, it's really nice to hear that because a lot of the time when I'm talking to my friends and hearing their stories, in some way, shape, or form, that affects me, or I'm going to have to pick up the pieces later. But with her, I don't have to take care of her. She's not like anyone that's, you know, attached to me in any way, and all of her decisions are her own. Also, just to preface, she's about 40 years, 50, 40 to 50 years older than me, and she looks so young compared to how old she actually is. So my massage therapist is in an open relationship. She's been in this relationship for about seven years now. So she like massages people as her full-time career. And then um, she's in this relationship and they have done some pretty freaky kinky stuff. So the guy that she's with owns a body shop um, and uh, she's told me so many crazy stories. And I think because I do porn, she tells me this stuff and I really don't think she tells other people this, but I think she like enjoys having someone to talk to. I don't see her all the time, but when I do see her, I get to get like, I usually get a 90 minute rub down. And in that 90 minutes, I hear like six different stories about her life. So one of them that I found so crazy is recently she actually had sex with her person on the roof of his body shop. And someone ended up coming up on the roof, not realizing they were up there and caught them. Like, that's the type of person that she is, and that's how kinky and crazy and fun she is. So if that gives you, like, perspective before we get into other things, she's a pretty open-minded, cool person. Well, obviously, when you massage people, you massage men and women for the most part, and she is a female. And like I said before, she, for her age, she does not at all look her age. She looks like she's in her 40s when she's, like, 60 to 70. So she has male clients, right? And she will come and tell me all of these things about these male clients. And she had this elderly, like, male client who she would give massages to, but he started becoming kind of like her sugar daddy. And I think it's so crazy because, like, I've never had a real sugar daddy. And, like, I'm not complaining or anything. But, I, I mean, I guess I've had, like, one person, like, really help me with my life before, but... She has, like, a lot of these, like, older massage clients who make really good money, pay for her life, give her money even when they're not getting massaged. And I've always wondered, and I'm never going to ask her this. I mean, maybe one day I'll get the confidence to, but I've always wanted to ask her if she gives happy endings because she has hinted at things happening but has never said that because she said she's in an open relationship and all this other stuff. But, you know— I don't ever want to assume. So, and she told me she has massaged people like in a bikini before with like oil. So I feel like maybe she's done that, but I mean, I could be totally wrong. Um, so yeah, so she has these clients who then become friends that are men that are interested in her in a sexual way. And they end up just paying her money for nothing, like no massage. And she tells me about this and I'm like, wow, that's so crazy. Like, you're telling your client this, but I think it's because I do adult work that she tells me this. So then um, she was showing me like even text messages of like this one old guy, and he literally goes off on her on a tangents about what he thinks about her, his dreams about her, everything. And she like just met him through massage. 
Now, this is like a really good story that she told me. The last time that she massaged me, she told me, I asked her, I was like, have you ever had like a weird experience? And she was like, yeah. And that was the time that she told me about the guy who came from a massage. So she told me, I'm going to basically tell the story. You know, I, I heard it from her. So just for record, it's not my story. It's hers. But one time she was rubbing down this guy. And like most of the time, men follow anyone, men, women, whatever, like fall, people fall asleep during a massage. And like I know I even fall asleep during a massage. Usually when it gets like to the scalp massage part, ooh, that feels so good to me. Well, he fell asleep during his massage. And then she had him flip over to lay on his back so he could get his front massaged and like his, um, like shoulders and feet and like legs and hands and stuff. Well, she was getting to like his hips, like up his like from the feet, up the legs and to his hips. Well, when she was massaging him, she knew that he had a boner because she had these Jersey cotton sheets and these ones cling to people's skin. So if you have some something peeking out, like, she's going to see it, but she's so used to bodies and stuff that it, that stuff doesn't bother her, right? And she was telling me that. And, like, I know, like, I, I'm obviously naked under the towel thing. Like, wearing underwear it doesn't really do a difference when you're doing a massage because, like, they're not touching your private parts. And underwear usually has to be moved anyway. It's a lot easier to get a massage naked, right? So he had fallen asleep. And he was laying there with a boner, laying on his back with a boner, his pitch in a tent, you know? And she's just massaging him, and then she gets to his hip area. Knowing that he has a boner, you know, you don't think people come in their sleep. Well, he must have either came in his sleep or had a ton of pre-cum because she was massaging near his hip, and his dick was, like, kind of not laying, but, like, perked up and, like, laying kind of to the side, to one side, closer to his hip, and she felt something super sticky now, she carries towels and, like, she has extra towels and stuff. So she just took the towel, whatever, and while she was massaging him, instead of, like, she, yeah, definitely was rubbing his cum onto his body, but, like, would wipe her hand off and then keep going. And the entire time, she had to touch his cum. I don't know why she didn't just skip that spot or, like, wipe him off before she started doing that, but I think she didn't realize that he had, like, actually came or had a lot of pre-cum. And so she had a nice little surprise while massaging him. There was also a huge wet spot on the actual blanket. So when she woke him up, he probably knew that, like, something had happened. <laughs> um, and she said that she's seen him, like, multiple times since then. And I find it so crazy that that kind of stuff happens. But, like, she didn't even seem, like, phased by it, which I understand. Because, like, in my industry, I'm touching bodies all the time. And I'm inside people... And, you know, we're doing lots of naughty, dirty things, right? And as I'm talking, just a little reminder, you can always go to OnlyFans.com slash FitSid for my VIP OnlyFans. Has all of my scenes unlocked right on the feed, my pictures, everything. I reply to direct messages there every single day. Um, and then I also have a free OnlyFans page, which is OnlyFans.com slash XXX. Fit Sid. So if you're interested in seeing my OnlyFans content, you can go there. If you'd like to see my other stuff, you can go to fitsid.com. You can find my socials. And um, yeah, thank you so much for the support. I always appreciate it. 
So in my job, I do the same thing. I'm touching people. I'm all over their business. I'm inside them. Our tongues are touching like I'm eating them out. And things just happen. Like some guys have a lot of pre-cum. Some guys have not a lot. Some guys get hard randomly. Like before we even start shooting, sometimes guys are like super freaking hard. And sometimes they can't get hard at all. And it just depends. Well, massage is very intimate. So I completely understand. Like I know when I get rubbed down, it just feels so good. So a guy can get a boner from that. Especially when he's asleep, he's probably in like this dream and it just feels so good. But I find it so crazy that like that's literally her job every single day is to go rub people down and, you know, sometimes you're going to get hit on and I always wonder like how different people handle it and manage it. Well, with her, I can tell she does not keep boundaries the way that I would. If I was a masseuse, I definitely would not ever like try and get with clients, text clients with my personal number, which she does and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that she does this stuff, but it would be really hard for me to do that because I have, I know I have issues, you guys, 100%. I definitely have issues with like, if things get too personal, especially like shooting porn and stuff, when things get too personal, I don't like that. It is not fun for me. I don't feel like I have a safe space. I can't get away from working and, you know, I, I just can't get away from like, all of these different things. I can't, I can't, like, I can't work and then have a personal life. And I feel like if she were to separate these two, because it's so easy for men to find her attractive, she's attractive. And, you know, when you start like touching people, they're going to start like having feelings or thoughts for you. And I feel like with her, she has these crazy experiences because she's in an open relationship. But I feel like she doesn't separate her life sometimes. And that is where she like has these crazy stories come from because she doesn't have boundaries. And as someone who's in my industry, I have to have boundaries too. And not everyone in my industry has boundaries like I do. And they wonder like how I can be so motivated or how I can do this or that. And it's because I have those boundaries. So then my life, yes, my life 100% revolves around porn and stuff like that, but it's different. Like I still have somewhat of a personal life. Like I don't really like, I mean, who knows? I might end up dating someone from work one day, but I really don't think I will because I don't like to, you know, mix the two versus she definitely does talk to the people that she um, massages and sometimes romantically, sometimes with the sugar daddy mindset and sometimes with the, hey, let's have group sex type mindset. So I feel like the whole coming thing though is like the craziest thing. I cannot believe that he actually came on himself and she had to just keep massaging him. I probably would keep massaging him too. What would you guys do? Would you just keep massaging or would you try and like, you know, I, I always wonder that. It's like such a hard, <laughs> it's such a hard thing to like decide like you just keep going or do you tell them to clean themselves up or do you clean them up and then keep going? I would probably clean them up and then keep going because like if I'm not interested in someone, do I really want to play with their cum? No. But my massage therapist has definitely tried to get me in on a threesome with her and her man. I know that she like is very adventurous. She mentioned it once. I shut her down. I laughed it off. And then we haven't talked about it since. But I can tell if I were to bring it up, she would totally be down because she's such a freak. She would totally be down to have a threesome um, or even like more than that. She's told me so many stories about her personal life and her sex life. And sometimes I forget that like, people 
do these things. Like, it's not just, like, in a porno. It's not just in a movie. Like, she literally had sex on the roof of the body shop. She's had sex with, like, her man's friends because he likes that stuff. It's called cucking, just just for the record. Um, He likes to be cucked. And that, to me, is just, like, so interesting because sometimes I forget that, like, yeah, I like stuff like that. But other people do too. And she's someone that I would never expect to because she comes in with her, her like scrubs that she wears for the massage stuff. And like she has all her massage gear and she's so professional. And then she starts talking while she's rubbing me down and tells me like the most personal things. And they're so kinky. And like, I don't know. I, I wonder what she tells her other clients because if she's telling me stuff, I'm guessing she's probably telling other people's stuff too, you know? Like, I know for me, when I talk about stuff on the podcast, I definitely share things that I've shared with other people, you know? Now, besides my massage therapist, I just have to say, I've had so many crazy experiences out and about. Um, Not everyone knows my job, but a lot of people have recognized me. And specifically, when I went to the car dealership, um, I my car is like has a much longer warranty than most people's cars. I didn't pay for it, but because of the package that I um have on the car, it just came with four years instead and a certain amount of miles instead of the normal one year. So I go, I still take my car into the dealership to get like an oil change or a tire rotation or whatever. And the guy who is like my service advisor or whatever, you know, you you bring it in for the oil change and stuff. He is a big fan of mine. And sometimes I don't have the energy to go in and not deal with him, but he's very bad at having boundaries. He asks me very like um pushy questions. He tries to take me on a date. He tr- he's just very very pushy and sometimes it's really hard for me to go because if I go, I know that I'm going to be dealing with him saying things that are inappropriate and just like talking about my job the whole time when there's so much more to me than just my porn life. And he could ask me, oh, how was your morning? Rather than, oh, when's your next scene coming out? And I originally didn't have him as my service provider. But when I moved, because I used to live in a different part of town, when I lived in a different part of town, the service advisor that I had was super chill, didn't know anything about me. And that's like the best the best interaction that I liked, especially when I dropped my car off at like seven o'clock in the morning, it's so nice to just like leave and not have to care about like what, you know, they're thinking, right? So, okay, I guess this is actually interesting. So back when I was in college, you guys, I went on a Tinder date with this guy and I can say his name. It's just Ryan. It's like the most basic name ever, right? And he worked at the dealership that I originally used to go to for my oil change, right? I didn't know that he worked at that specific location, and I didn't have the vehicle I had in, you know, that I have now when I was in college. We went on a date, and I, the date, there was, like, nothing wrong with the date, but I just, he wasn't my cup of tea. Like, after the date, I didn't feel butterflies. I wasn't excited to text him. Like, we just weren't each other's person, right? And he actually, like, smoked cigarettes, and I couldn't even tell. Like, he told me he smoked cigarettes, but when we made out or anything, he, like, clearly did not make it known that, you know, he did. He, like, definitely was clean and, like, not cigarette smell, you know, but he was very insecure about it. He kept being like, do I smell bad? Do I smell bad? Like, does my mouth taste like cigarettes? 
and he didn't. Well, fast forward, Ryan works at this dealership that I originally used to go to. And even with him being someone that we had gone on a date with, anytime I ran into him at the dealership, it was less awkward than the new one that I go to because he still was like professional and nice versus this guy is very unprofessional and just like inappropriate. Well, I had actually slept with Ryan (laughs) back in college. And even after the date and sleeping with him and everything, like literally it just, you know, not awkward, right? And every time I'd go to the dealership, we'd make eye contact and I would take an Uber back home or my mom would pick me up and take me. And yeah, versus now it's like this guy doesn't even really know me, but he's like trying to talk to me so much. And now I just make up random things when I see him because it's so hard answering like these questions that he asks because I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. Like this is too much for me right now. And I feel like sometimes people forget like everyone in my life, I love talking about my job. I love talking about these things. I'm not insecure or whatever, but there's a time and a place. My massage lady, I, I like that she talks about her life. And I know the only reason why she like can like tell me this stuff is because she knows that I'm open-minded and then I do these things. Now, the guy that works at the dealership, I feel like he wouldn't ask me these questions. And I know he wouldn't if I didn't have the job that I have. And I feel like it's kind of hard because like a lot of places that I go to, people recognize me or they don't at all, or they recognize me and they're super polite and just message me later. Like one time, this is a whole nother thing. One time I went to have dinner and I was dating this guy at the time. I went to dinner at this really, really nice steakhouse and um, the waiter, for some reason, I recognized his face. And you know how you have those people that like, even if they're on social media, you still know what they look like. Well, he was like one of my heavy like Twitter followers and he like interacts with every single one of my posts. And we went out to dinner. It was like my aunt, my dad, and the dude I was dating and then myself. So there was like four of us, two guys, two girls. So he probably thought my aunt, and my dad were like dating or something. Definitely weren't. Um, but we all went to this restaurant And I was all over him all night long. And I kept looking at this guy. And I knew I recognized him. But I kept telling myself, oh, it's probably someone's parent that I know or something. Uh, Turns out I get home and I look at my DMs on Twitter. And at this time, my DMs were still open. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I served you tonight. I didn't want to be weird. And I thought it was so polite that he didn't say anything or make it awkward because I was there with my family and the guy that I liked. Like, the guy that I liked, he could handle it. But it was, like, a family thing. It wasn't, like, anything that, you know, people are always welcome to say hi. Like, I'm totally cool with that. But it was so nice that he, like, didn't at the same time because we were celebrating something for my aunt. And, like, it just wasn't the right time or place. But the funny thing is, the entire time, I knew I knew him for some reason. And yet I continued to be all over the dude I was dating. Like, all over him. Like, he probably saw me stick my tongue down this guy's throat in the steakhouse, like, a hundred times. And I used to be so into PDA. And now I'm just not. I don't know about anyone else, but, like, I like PDA. And maybe maybe it's because I haven't found the right person again. That's probably what it is. But I used to be so into PDA and so obsessed with, like, showing my affection out in public. And I really am, like, an exhibitionist. I love when people watch me and all of that. So, like, that's probably, like, plays a huge role into it. But now I'm just like, eh, 
I don't need to show PDA versus a long time ago, I used to like need to show my affection in that way. And now I'm just like, eh, whatever, cool. And um, yeah, so I just, I just find it funny because like he literally watched the entire dinner go down and the entire time I'm like holding this guy's hand, sticking my tongue down his throat, kissing him, um, definitely like had my hand on his thigh and he was just watching it. And in, in the meantime, he like definitely watched my porn, definitely knew who I was and he was so polite and like nice. And that is what I really like. I love when people also like I, I go to Coyotes, which is like um, hockey. I go to the Coyotes games and I run into a lot of married men who are fans of mine and they're so polite. I've only had like two instances where they, their wives probably felt so bad about themselves because they they just were just weird about it. And like rather than be like, oh, hi, like I'm a huge fan. Like, can I take a picture? I have that happen a lot at the Coyotes games. But these men would be like, oh my God, can I buy you a drink? Like, I want to do that. Like, and not in the polite way, in the way that like, be like, can I buy you and my wife a drink? That's usually what happens. Like these people are usually like with their wives and they're like completely abandon their wife to go run up to me and say hi and totally make their wives feel like they're not good enough. And like, I'm one of those people that loves to like take pictures with couples because I don't ever want someone to feel like they're not part of something and um, make them feel insecure because I know that a lot of people feel that way. So yeah, but I I don't know. I've dealt with so many people like talking to me about their problems, being fans of mine and saying some really inappropriate things. And I feel like what happens is like when people know what I do, they just say things that they would never say to anyone else except for someone that does porn because they think that that's it's going to be different. Like I'm not a human, I'm not going to do that. And then you have those people that still see me as a human like the waiter and he treated me so well, and he was so sweet and kind, and like very. Even when he messaged me later, he told me I looked nice, and like he wasn't like saying gross stuff like "Oh, I wish you weren't there with that guy." Blah blah blah. And watch now, he's gonna hear this podcast, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, that was her ex. <laughs> that was her dude. I thought that was her brother." <laughs> but um, yeah, I kind of went on a ramble there, but I hope that you enjoyed. I just. I love being able to talk about like real experiences and thoughts and stuff. And I don't know if you guys have ever had experiences like this, even if you're not in porn. I would love to know. I would love to hear about experiences that you've had um, where people are inappropriate with you or where people just like say crazy stuff. Because I feel like even on Tinder, people say things that they shouldn't. And they just, I feel like people maybe don't have social skills anymore or something. But um, I would love to hear that. You can comment it down below. You can tweet it to me. Um yeah, I just appreciate you listening, but I hope that you have a great day, a great night, a great week, and just know that you are somebody's type. Mwah. Sydney out. Oh.